welcome to episode 65 of Closer Mentality. I'm your host, Julia Mellet. Today's guest is the first in a month-long itinerary full of amazing stories aimed at commemorating National Mental Health Awareness Month. Two torn ACLs, three surgeries, two degrees, and a combined eight championships. This is Rachel Muller's story. Growing up, Muller was pushed into organized sport by her parents. She spent stints in volleyball, basketball, and horseback riding before she finally landed on her passion, soccer. Ultimately, it came down between choosing between soccer and horseback riding. And as much as I loved horseback riding, it wasn't for me. I wasn't great. Um, So that's kind of how I got into soccer. And then uh, growing up, my parents got me into the competitive and the club. And then I joined a league called ECNL which was pretty big at the time growing up. And it really helped me get college exposure with different coaches. For my club team, I wasn't always the superstar and that it it got frustrating because all my close friends were receiving offers from power five schools going into the military. Uh, My best friend played at Kansas and it was frustrating because that wasn't me. I wasn't getting those big looks. Um, So when BG reached out to me, I was so thankful that a division one program was interested in me. Couldn't say no to that. Bowling Green State University in Bowling Green, Ohio, gave Moeller her best chance to play collegiately. Club soccer, I did well when I was younger. And then once I got into the highly competitive, that was more, I wasn't the top person. I wasn't the best player on the team. Um, But that just made me want to work harder to get that, that scholarship. So I'd say probably sophomore to junior year, I was like, wait, I think I could really go play division one college soccer. The Castle Rock, Colorado native set out for the Midwest, 18 and a half hours away. She says that being that far away from her parents and brother actually eased after a talk with her mom. You know, a big reason why I wanted to go so far from home, well, there's actually a few. My mom would always tell me, you know what, Rach, like you're, you're going to get on a plane to go somewhere. So the time doesn't really matter. So go as far away as you want to go. So that was kind of one thing that I kept in mind. And then My parents actually met at a small college in Michigan. So, and I have family in Michigan, so I'm kind of familiar with the Midwest. And being in Colorado, we always go West. We go to California, um, Arizona, those states. So I was like, I wanna check out a different part of the country. And I think Ohio in and of itself has really made me realize how, how blessed I am to be from Colorado. When she got to campus, Mahler was met with flat land as far as the eye could see. Gone were the Rockies. In their place, a campus of nearly 14,000 undergraduates that promised to provide Moeller a new home. Her first practice with the Falcons, it became apparent that although Moeller had come to Ohio as a forward, that wasn't her best chance to help contribute on the field. I was actually recruited as a forward. And then I got here uh, freshman year and I think my coach was like, mm, no, <laughs> that's not, you're not great at that. Uh, so then they put me to uh, outside back and then it wasn't until my true senior year um, and then redshirt year where I found my center back position that I was like, no, this is, this is what I love. And I felt like I really thrived in it. Even though the hope was that moving across the country and challenging herself to learn a new position seemed well within Mahler's emotional wheelhouse, the mental struggle soon set in. She started 11 of her 18 matches played in 2016, even securing a game-winning goal in a 2-0 shutout of Northern Illinois. Despite it all, Mahler wasn't feeling quite right. The season concluded 8-10-1, and Mahler began questioning whether she could fully contribute to a system like that. 
She started working with the Bowling Green State Athletic Department sports psychologists, ironing out her processes and improving her goal orientation. My favorite thing that I got from that was definitely learning, and it's so simple but so hard to master, was using keywords. Um, I know a lot of athletes struggle with getting down on themselves and how they're going to bounce back after a mistake. And that was my biggest thing. I wasn't always a, a, a great soccer player. And when I would make a mistake, I'd put so much pressure on myself. Um, I knew my coach was watching me. I knew my teammates were watching me. And then that would just, it was a domino effect. I would self-destruct at that point. Um, so just understanding, I guess my biggest thing was understanding that like I am human. I'm not a perfect soccer player. I wish I was, but nobody is. Um, I'm going to be make mistakes and I, I have to be okay with that. And using those, there are a bunch of different keywords and just mental things or like little actions that I would do that, okay, I messed up. Let's move on. Like get the next one. You can't dwell on the past, focus on what's going to come up next. So I think that was probably the best thing that helped me um, with my soccer. In a February practice following her freshman season, her mental situation was exacerbated when disaster struck. Mahler fell to the ground with what would become an ACL tear in her left knee. A pair of surgeries later, she was sidelined for the entirety of her second collegiate season. The first ACL, I struggled mentally so much. Um, it was kind of one of those things, uh, well, I guess, rewinds a little bit. One of the big questions that people would always ask me, my mom would always ask me, my dad, is in the recruiting process, if you were to get hurt at this university, are you going to be okay at that university? And I was like, I'm never going to get hurt. Like, I'll be fine. Yeah, sure. No, I got hurt. So <laughs> that question was really true. Um, so the first ACL, I struggled a ton mentally. And that's when I kind of started to utilize the, the mental performance coaches and try to just work through it. And it was hard. It was hard for me to buy in because I was a freshman going into sophomore year. Um, I didn't love life at that time. I wasn't getting, I felt like I was putting so much work in as an athlete and not really getting rewarded because I couldn't play. Um, and then I ended up having to get a second surgery in September with that knee. Um, so it just kind of felt like I wasn't getting rewarded and it was tough. It was really tough. Um, I got into a really dark place during that year uh, with injuries. School was tough. Um, so I'd say, yeah, I struggled a ton mentally during that first ACL. Missing a whole season is, it's hard. It's really hard, but the, the best thing I could have done and the best way that I interacted with the team was I was their biggest cheerleader. You needed water, I got you water. Call me a water girl at that point. I wanted the team to win so bad and I would, I anything I could do to be involved with the team to help out, set up different exercises, help after the games, anything I could do to be involved, that's what I would take advantage of. I'm such a people person that if, if I could help out and make the team that much more successful, even though I'm not contributing on the field, I'd do whatever it takes off the field to make sure I can give what I can so that they can be successful. Muller, pursuing a bachelor's degree in exercise science at the time, found it difficult to wrap her head around her place in life. But she came to the swift conclusion that the body will eventually heal itself if the mind has patience. I think it was just patience. Learn how to be patient. You can't force, you know, anything in life, but especially injuries, you can't force a comeback. And I, I know it's so hard with like coaches and, and other members saying, can you play? Can you play? Can you play? And you want to please them, but being able to be patient with your body, like your body is such a powerful, I, I don't even know. It's your body is so powerful that it's healing. You got to be patient with what it is. And then obviously do what you can to do to speed up that process, but you can't force it. So I think being patient during 
during the first ACL was what I learned. I think the most rewarding milestone was probably incorporating the ball exercises. I would always ask my PT, so can we do the ball? Or I'd be like, do I have to wear my brace? Can we do ball exercises now? <laughs> um, so using my sport in my rehab was the most rewarding during the, the rehab time. That 2017 team finished 13-7-1 and, and with an overtime loss to Toledo in the 2017 MAC Tournament Championship. It was then that the team vowed never to let a MAC championship go awry again. When Mueller rejoined the on-field production in 2018, that season culminated in a nearly flawless conference slate. It won the program only the second regular season title in its 22-year history. Suddenly, Mueller got her first taste of collegiate soccer success. A PK shootout for the 2018 MAC tournament championship title transpired days later. And this game saw BG outlast Ball State 5-4. 30 months after tearing her left ACL, Mahler stepped onto the pitch for the 2019 season opener against Kentucky, finally feeling back to her new sense of normalcy. The new normal came with a heaping helping of post-injury reluctance, and Mahler had to make a conscious effort to push those thoughts aside. Okay, if I go into this tackle, am I going to get hurt again? Or... Um whether it's like a simple pass, am I going to mess this up? Can my knee even do this anymore? And I think the biggest thing was go, going into tackles. Um, that's It was terrifying. And for me, that was the biggest barrier mentally that I had to overcome. And just trusting my body, trusting that I did what I needed to do off the field so that I could perform on the field. Um, it The biggest barrier was my mentality at that time. The American Journal of Sports Medicine conducted a study which concluded that among female NCAA soccer players who have torn their ACL, the return rate to play is 85%. This was her senior season, and she was ready to capture more regular season and tournament titles. She wouldn't finish that season opener. Three minutes and 31 seconds into the game's second half, Mahler went to the ground gripping, this time, her right knee. The first one, I looked up a stat because I do have an exercise science background. So like, I know a little bit about ACLs at that time. And I looked it up and it was, I could be completely off with this stat, but it was something like one in five re-teared their other ACL. And I was, it is awful mentality, but I was like, it's going to happen. Like, when is it going to happen? And that, it, I hate to admit it, but I had that mentality. Um, and then sure enough, it did happen. Um, so it, I don't know, it was, it was really tough with both of them. I honestly don't remember talking to my coach. I, I'm sure he said something. I was so emotional at that moment, but I do remember a lot of my teammates coming up to me. Some of them had tears in their eyes and they were like, you don't know what it is. And it, it as much as you want to hear that and believe it, I knew what it was. Once I feel like once you tear your ACL the first time, you know the second time. And that's just speaking for myself. Like I knew. And it, it was frustrating when people were like, you don't, you don't know what it is. Like, I knew what it was, um, but the teammates were awesome. They were so comforting to me. Yeah. I know the next morning we were leaving the hotel and my coach came up, put his arm around me and he, he mentioned that he was so, I don't know if he said like frustrated. We ended up tying the game, um, but with that result and he was, he said, I don't know why I'm dwelling so much on this result when Rachel just tore her ACL and has a big smile on her face. So that, that kind of meant a lot. I just try, I always try to find the positive in situations and I was I was hurting, but all you can do is put a smile on your face and work through it. She had torn both ACLs and was on the verge of walking away from soccer completely. I think the second one, the, the biggest thing I learned was everything happens for a reason. 
I'm a religious person. So I think I always tell myself, you know what, God has a plan. I don't like his plan right now, but it's all a part of the plan. And I just, I got to go with it. You know, I, there's nothing I can do to change it. I'm also a big believer in control that what you can control. And I, that was out of my control. I, the only thing I could control is my work ethic, how I look at the situation and then try to find the little positives, whether I'm having an awful day or an awesome day, I need to find some kind of positive throughout that recovery process. She used to put on the game film of those four minutes and the subsequent injury frequently, replaying what she could have done differently. You know, I did a lot when it when I first did it because I love that kind of stuff. I love that sounds that sounds disgusting, but I love like watching those injuries and like seeing the biomechanics behind it and like what I did wrong. Um, I didn't watch it much after until they released the video. I watched it a few times again. Um, and I know a lot of people are like, oh my gosh, that's disgusting. But I'm like, I love that stuff. Like, <laughs> and it, it's funny because in the video, like you can't really see, it looks like I just fell to the ground. So it's not like gruesome. Like it looks like I tripped. And honestly, I wish I just tripped. <laughs> During that time, she relied on her parental support system deeply. I, I call them every day, whether I was crying or having a great day, I would call them and my dad at the time, he was going through, he has cancer, he has bladder cancer, and he was going through chemo. And and then it came back my, I wanna say my fifth year year, it, it came back. And so just like having him and looking at him and how strong he was through the whole process. And he, he doesn't complain. <laughs> I mean, I know he doesn't like doing the chemo and stuff, but he's such a warrior that I was like, you know what? He has it bad, I've had it bad. Like why just, I mean, move on, like just keep, keep fighting. So they definitely were the two, my mom and dad, that pushed me the most and inspired me and then ultimately helped me make the decision to come back and play again. Mahler watched as her 2019 teammates won another regular season title 10-1 in conference and yet another conference championship decided by penalty kicks. The Falcons advanced to the team's second straight NCAA tournament berth with a 3-1 PK routing of Eastern Michigan. On top of everything, BG women's soccer head coach and three-time MAC Coach of the Year Matt Fannin was in the process of being replaced. In the head coach spot ahead of the 2020 season, Jimmy Walker. I was back in BG. I think I was finishing up my senior year. It was right before COVID happened. And I went and talked to him, sat down in his office, just introduced myself as what I thought was going to be an alumni, but um, introduced myself. And he goes you want to play another season? I, and I laughed. I was like, no, <laughs> like, I, I've already torn both my ACLs. No, you're crazy. And he said that that's the thing. You've already torn both your ACLs. You've already done them. Why don't you play again? And I was like, you know what? It might be terrible logic, but you're not wrong. So yeah, let's do it. <laughs> and that's how, that's how I got talked into playing a fifth year. COVID happened and they were trying to decide if we wanted to have season in the fall. That was right when I was coming back from my ACL. So I think our first preseason practice was my first practice back. And you know, I was out of shape. I hadn't touched a soccer ball in who knows how many months. So it was it was a mess on my part. But I think them pushing that season back into the spring. And although, I mean, that's frustrating because, you know, you want to play. You want to be rewarded with something. Um, it was frustrating, but it was a blessing, blessing in disguise. I was able to take that fall to really focus on my fitness and my technical and tactical abilities. And then ultimately, I really think it benefited us in the spring. The 2020-2021 season was a true transcendental experience for Mahler. She played 650 minutes that season, helping her team to its third straight regular season title and its third straight MAC conference championship. The first Mahler was well enough to play in. 
The Falcons outscored Ball State 2-1 in regulation, and Muller played every second of it. I think, you know, Jimmy, our coach, uh, he always says that was the first one we actually won in regulation too, because the 2018 and 2019, we went to PKs and I didn't play in those. Um, but once we finally won in regulation and I was able to play, I was able to con contribute to that win. It just meant so much. It, it was definitely a different experience than the other two were. Bowling Green State University Athletics did a feature titled From Broken Wings to Shiny Rings on Mahler's time as a Falcon. It's available to watch at the link in the show notes. I was so humbled and overwhelmed with just the kind words from, from my teammates, from admin, from my coaches, from people I've never talked to before. It was very overwhelming. And uh, yeah, I played with a, another center back, my right side center back, her name's Audrey. And she is one of the best players I've ever played with. And I told her, I always told her, I was like, you just, you make me look good. You do your thing and I got your back. <laughs> um, yeah, if in off the field, I have a, another really close friend that just tore her second ACL. And if there's anything I can do to be an inspiration to people like that or help out and help them through their journey or maybe find different things that maybe I struggled with that I could help them get through, that's what I want to do. I want to be able to help them however I can. What Coach Walker had to say about Muller is a quote that blew her off her feet. Just from a chemistry standpoint, just an unbelievable person. Really good, solid Mac player, uh, but one of the best leaders, uh, arguably the best leader I've had the opportunity to work with. I was I was speechless when I heard him say that. I It was one of the best compliments I've ever gotten from anybody. And it meant so much to hear it from him because I look up to him so much as a leader. I think he's an incredible person. He's an incredible coach and he's an incredible dad. He's awesome. And to have him say that to me, I can't, it meant so much. Um, but, you know, I, I think I get my leadership abilities and my drive from my mom. I look up to her so much and I want to be like her when I, when I grow up. Um, yeah, I, I look up to her so much and I, I try to just follow in her footsteps. I think she is such a powerful leader in her, she's a, um, an accountant and it's such a male dominated field and she's one of the only females in in her uh, department I guess that I look up to her as a powerful women leader so much. That season proved to Muller that even without intact ACLs she was more than capable of contributing in a huge way to her team's success. Wait, I wanted to tell myself like I've been through so much that I can do it like I wanted to reward myself for the going through rehab and all the pain that I went through. I wanted to like just prove to myself, you know, I can do this. People told me I can't, but I, they can tell me whatever, but I wanted to show like myself, like I can do this. I can be successful. So I think that was kind of the biggest thing with athletics that pushed me through that it was just rewarding myself and proving to myself and in my family that I could do it. You know, in the interview, my mom mentioned that if someone tells me I can't do something, I'm going to do it. Um, and I, I think I become so stubborn in that sense, especially when it comes to like exercise and athletics. If you can't, if you tell me I, I can't do something, I'm gonna turn around and I'm gonna do it just to prove you wrong. And I think that was the biggest thing with the second ACL is I talked to so many people. And at one point I did have my mind made up. I was like, I'm done with college soccer. Um, and I talked to people and they're, I was like, what would you do in this situation? You tore both your ACLs, you're gonna keep playing? And they're like, no, like, you have so much more of life to live. And, and I kind of let that sink in for a little bit. And I thought I had my mind made up. And then 
we got a new coach and he he ended up talking me into staying. So, and I'm so happy I did. The combination of Walker and Muller won a fourth consecutive regular season title and MAC conference championship in November 2021. Muller's sixth and final season of eligibility. I always think back and reflecting on my, my past six years and I, I always say I wish that my my fifth year, or even senior year, my true senior year, I was like, I wish that was my freshman year because I felt like I finally got into a groove as an athlete. I understood who I was as a woman, what things work for me, what things don't. And it, it took four years, three to four years to actually understand and get to know myself and what worked and what didn't. So it, it does, it takes, you gotta be patient, be yourself and control the controllables. Life gets crazy and you gotta pick and choose your battles. You can't pick them all and you can't win them all. So you might as well control what you can and, and move on. Give your best. Uh, I know one thing our coaching staff says is give your best on that given day and your best night might not be your best. But as long as you're giving 100% of what you can that day, you can't regret anything you've given. So that's kind of my biggest thing and what I, I live by now. Looking back on her time as a Falcon, Mahler doesn't regret a single thing. The serious injuries are in the past now and Mahler can finally move on. BGSU gave her the opportunity to contribute to a winning program for six years and earn both a bachelor's and a master's degree along the way. Now when she looks back at her college career, it's with a smile. Thank you so much to Rachel and to Bowling Green State's athletic department for connecting Rachel and Closer Mentality. This story was a fantastic way to showcase the ebbs and flows of college athletics and how maintaining a positive attitude can change the whole game. It was a perfect beginning to National Mental Health Awareness Month. I hope you'll stick with Closer Mentality throughout May. I have more amazing stories to share. But I wouldn't be able to share the lives of these elite athletes without help. Before we go, I want to thank this episode's sponsor, BetterHelp. I'm so thrilled to be working with them. All of the stories I've told thus far have been the vulnerabilities of elite athletes and team personnel. Nearly all of them have utilized either a sports psychologist or therapist. Now, I'm bringing the option to you, the listeners. If you've ever listened to a Closer Mentality episode and thought, I feel exactly the same way. I'm working with BetterHelp to bring online therapy to your phone and computer. BetterHelp offers video, phone, and live chat options, and you can speak to a licensed therapist in less than 48 hours. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. BetterHelp has more than 20,000 licensed therapists around the country, and you have access to them at any time. You can get thoughtful messages from your therapist, and if you aren't happy, it's free to change providers. If you're worried about the cost of traditional talk therapy, BetterHelp also plans for that. They offer financial aid if funding is the only thing standing between you and getting the help that you need. Join the over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. I have a special offer for all Closer Mentality listeners. You can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com forward slash Closer Mentality. That's betterhelp.com forward slash Closer Mentality. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. The link is also in the show notes. And thanks for listening to episode 65 of Closer Mentality. As always, I'm your host, Julia Miller. Both the links to BGSU's feature and Rachel and I's full interview are linked in the show notes. Next week, you'll get to hear the story of Team New Zealand's pole vaulter, Libby McTaggart, and what happens when a pole snaps. It's an amazing story. But until then, see you next week. <laughs>